Hey everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is March 29th, 2020 on a Sunday night. God, what a... It just gets crazier, right? I feel the same way. Wait, okay, what's the craziest part to you? Well, I don't know if it's crazy. Well, oh, I'll give you the perfect Go crazy ahead. part. So yesterday I had my sons with me in the morning and they've been cooped up all week. Yeah. And I said, hey, let's just get in the car and we'll try to find a little piece of uh, isolation where we can hang out, just yeah. get a little fresh air and do our thing. So we're going north on the five. And I said, we'll jump off on Carmel Valley because then we can come up 101 through Del Mar, Solana Beach, into Encinitas. And it should be kind of cool. Dave, I get off and I head west towards Del Mar and the fucking beach is packed. And wait, it wait, wait. Which beach? I'm sorry. Del Mar. Del Mar. And you go, just the fucking arrogance of people, wow. right? I know Coronado is open. Coronado's open. I, I thought Del Mar was closed. Yeah, me too. And you see these fucking guys surfing and, dude, yeah. fuck. Like, it's just, to me, Dave, we, and my son was like, well, you know, we're, I go, we didn't park the car. We haven't done anything. We're in the car. We're driving. We're not amongst anybody. We're not doing anything. But it's this fucking sense of entitlement that, hey, you guys all stay home. I'm going to go surfing or play touch football on the beach. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but then as we got a little further north, we, we got out of Cardiff and Encinitas because just 101 was just a gathering of dumb fucks. Wow. Just dumb fucks walking, people on their phone doing all their shit and just oblivious to it all. And so we cut over. And we just found a little place where we could go in. Nobody was in there. We'd go in and grab a couple of sandwiches. We got the fuck out. And we just found a little kind of area of grass to hang. And we just hung out, man. We just yeah. hung out. I had a football. And we threw the football a little bit and did our thing. And a little bit of that today. Just trying to keep it. But, Dave, I tell you, man, we go. And if, if somebody else shows up, they're 20 feet away. We get the fuck out. Yeah. Because you're just seeing too many people impacted too quickly. We've seen the numbers go up all the time, so you know there's still a problem. Yeah, it, it took till Thursday to get to 1,000 people passing away in the States, and that number doubled from Thursday to Saturday. Yeah. But I got to go surfing, bro. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so uh, that's it, man. And the thing, too, and look. It's just little things that are impacted. Yeah. And last night was set to be the first Padre game for me and my sons. And when you're divorced and a parent and you're the parent that doesn't live in the house, man, you are looking, you try to find those milestone moments that are memories that you hang on to to say, all right, life will be okay. And when those go by the wayside and look, it, it's so far down the list of priorities. I'm just saying yeah. in my small little world, that sucked. Yeah. Because we should have been down with a bunch of Padre fans and celebrating and, and man, oh man, it's just the whole, David, just so weird. You're trying to figure out when will there be some semblance of normalcy again? Yeah. Will there ever be that semblance of normalcy? 
And when you don't know the answer, that's the hard thing. I am glad today that President Trump pushed back till April 30th. At least he said it on TV today instead of getting away from Easter and sitting next to each other at church and like you're getting there going, fuck, man, I know what you want. But hey, hold on a second. Let's take care of business first. Yeah, it is for me. The feeling is we're all in this together. We've none of us have experienced this before. We're all in it together. Look, you might be a Trump supporter, you know, again, but but when I watch these press conferences every single day and I watch every one, I mean, mm-hmm. last time I put gas in my car was March 12th and it was full. I got into it today. Still full. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm, wow. I am the guy that's not moving or going anywhere. Good. I'm doing what you're supposed to do. Um, But I'm telling you, I'm watching and I'm going, why is he calling out governors of other states? Right. Why are you making enemies? You're, you're the one that makes it so... We aren't all in this and together. Yeah. The guy in New York fucked me today. He was a good guy two days ago. Today, he fucked me. Who, Cuomo? Yeah, that's basically what he's oh, saying. Shit. He's saying that, why do we need 300,000 of these masks for people to wear in these hospitals? Oh, you know, boy. it used to be 30,000, now it's 300,000. And he tells the reporters, you guys need to investigate this. And I'm like, Ugh. okay. Well, you're the one yeah. that wants to call it a war. You wouldn't send soldiers out without bullets. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Just give them what they fucking need. I don't care if they want a million. Right. Whatever they say they need, you give it to them. Get it. So I, I sit there and I watch, and at times I'm sitting there, I'm thinking Alec Baldwin, going, this feels like an SNL skit. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. He, he constantly compliments himself during a crisis. I I'm so- like, stop complimenting yourself. We're all in it together. Yeah, just people go, are dying. That's, that's all that matters. You just Every say the keyword. Nobody cares about the economy when you can't breathe. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. If you're dead, nobody gives a shit if the economy is good or bad. If you just, to me, and I understand it, a lot of people, hey, the approval rate's great, but for me watching... I just want to hear him say, hey, we all might be a little bit scared. We're doing the best we can, so we think we're going to make it so it's going to be okay. Just say something that makes you feel better by the time you're done talking instead of just pointing fingers all over the fucking place. It drives me nuts. When he fucking tweeted today that his ratings are better <laughs> than The Bachelor. See? <laughs> the one, though. What the hell's that all Who cares about your fucking ratings? The one the other day where he's like, this guy was a terrible senator. And an even worse presidential candidate, but I'm so happy I can't speak because Mitt Romney, a rhino, I didn't know what that was, Republican in name only, is feeling better. Yay. And you go, God damn, dude. God damn. Feels like a roast nonstop. It is. But. It, it doesn't seem real. It, it's, well, it's, so, it's so bizarre to me. And I'm not saying, hey, he would fix the problem because he, he's, he's nicer about it or does the, handles it the way I want to handle it. But I'm sitting there today shaking my head. I'm going, why do I watch this every day? It drives me crazy. I want him to to be, this might sound crazy when I said, I want it to be more presidential. Yeah. Almost any president that I've seen in my lifetime talks differently than this guy. And some people say that's why I like him. I don't know what to say. I mean, again, for me, I don't feel any better after he speaks. When people are giving quotes back to him, there was something he said two days ago, <laughs> and he goes, that's a lie. I'm like, you said it on Hannity's show. Yeah. And then they show it on TV of him saying it to Hannity two days ago. He goes, I never said that. Oh, boy. And it makes me, it drives me a little crazy. So when you say, what's crazy? The second craziest thing besides watching this is how many people ask me, so what do you think? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Right. And I'll tell you right now, I'm just like we tell you when people call and, and write us privately and say they're going through a bad time. First thing I say is I'm not a professional. Jeff's not a professional. Right. We want you to be well, but we aren't professionals. Look, I'll talk to guys I know who are doctors, and whatever they say, I'm going with science. That's yeah. about, about it. I'm just going with science. I have, I have no opinion if this is going to be over in one month or 18 months. I, I just don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. I will tell you, this is why I'm here. I had to bring some good news to good. it. And there's good news that I haven't seen anybody point out except for me. So I'll point it out tonight. Go ahead. While we have been isolated at home and trying to figure out what to watch on Netflix or anything else, you know what none of you have pointed out until right now when I pointed out? The fucking calls from Steve at the IRS have ended. Yes. You. When's the last time you got... And, man, I was getting two or three or ten a week. Yeah. I don't know where those fuckers are, but they have been sent home and they turned the phones off, right? Yeah, that's true. But when's the last time any of us got a call that the IRS or you're going to jail or Social Security? That's true. But all I'm, those Buy fu- e- eBay cards or there's a prince in wherever it needs your money. Well, but I mean the guys that called you on the phone that said you're going to jail, even though they were in. <laughs> the guys who said you hope their mother dies? Those guys? Yeah. <laughs> um, those fuckers are out of business. Now, they could be, I don't know, I mean, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. They're not at the IRS. But, yeah. So, if you needed one little glimmer to hang on to to get into your Monday and get your week started. And be like, well, at least those fuckers got sent home and don't have anybody to call for a couple of weeks. But as soon as we're all back to work, they're going to be getting a call or you're going to be getting a call. I swear to God, if I get another fucking email from Chase Bank or anybody else telling me how easy it is to pay my bill, I'm like, fuck you, you fucking <laughs> assholes. You're getting paid. Like, all of you are getting paid. But, man, I just, Dave, for me, the hardest thing is no matter where you're going, we were in La Mesa today. I was with my sons tonight. And no matter what stretch of road you drive, and I mean a commercial stretch, man, you look to your left and you look to your right, and whether it's a business you've been in 50 times or a business you've never been in, you look and go, impacted, impacted, done, 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 right? And you go, how's it impact me? How's it impact my family, my friends, everybody? You just don't know. The wild thing is, from a TV and radio standpoint, how incredibly quick companies have turned over new commercials, both radio and TV, to tell you the steps they've taken to protect you. And most times, I don't pay attention to TV commercials. I, I don't really listen to radio. Man, I, I give full credit to the radio stations and I give full credit to the companies who got those out yeah. and are saying, uh, I mean, there's a pizza commercial on right now that's saying, we never touch your stuff. Exactly. We don't do this. Man, at least it feels like there are some people that are taking it seriously. I know a yeah. lot of you, if not all of you, are taking it seriously. I'm incredibly thankful. I promise you I am too. Dave is too. Like, it's just not a fucking joke. And stop comparing it to the flu. Just fuck off. You don't need to be an expert in everything. Just sit there. I love that, that dude. It looked at Letterman. That guy's singing that Rex Chapman put out yes. yesterday. It looked just like David Letterman. Yeah, it did. Just stay the fuck at home, like that guy said. <laughs> we'll all get through it together, man. We'll all get through it. I have a, a buddy of mine who's who always is on the side of big-time conservative who's always against handouts. You know, he freaks out when people want student loans taken care of. He freaks out if there's given money to the homeless or shelters or anything like that. Completely against all that stuff. 
get off your ass and get a job is always his attitude. Oh, boy. So I had to say to him, hey, when that check comes, yeah, uh, you aren't going to cash it, right? He goes, what do you mean? I go, I thought you were against handouts. Yeah. And he, he stared at me. He didn't realize I was just pushing his buttons. But yeah. he, he, I was like, dude, if you really stand by what you believe, you will not cash that check. Yeah. You're against handouts. That's all I've ever heard the entire time I've known you. And he's looking at me like, dude, I'm going to cash this fucking check. But you don't need it. You're yeah. just going to cash it. You're just going to steal from the government. Is that what you're telling me? You son of a. And then I walk away and just make him have to think about it before he yeah. goes to the don't cash it. Of course he's going to cash course. it. So many people are going to cash it that don't give a shit about the homeless. They don't give a shit about a project of people that might be mentally ill and maybe need the help. Yeah. I mean, look, if, if you're getting that check, if it comes to us, it gives you an opportunity to pay the money that the fucking Padres won't give us back. <laughs> or the I still, Stones. Yeah. I still have to pay that bill. So, yeah, if I got to, if I... If somebody goes, hey, man, here's your goddamn Pearl Jam money and your Stones yeah. money. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody should take that check. I mean, for unless you're one of those people. is uh, it, It's funny. Social media is tough for me to look through, yeah. especially Facebook. Facebook drives me uh, a little crazy because yeah. as much as I, I, I talk politics here, I don't talk politics ever, anywhere. And usually no. I don't talk. You and I don't talk a lot of politics on here. We'll kind mm-hmm. of go one way or another on, on one issue. But. Facebook drives me nuts. People oh. have too much time on their hands right now where it's yeah. the one thing I'm trying not to click on unless it's like baseball related or something to someone's birthday. Otherwise, fuck, man, I can't take your opinion on the coronavirus. I just don't care. Yeah, the only thing I go on there for is Facebook memories. I like that. I like to see. And yesterday, shit, yeah, it may have been yesterday. It may have been today. Uh day was it i'm trying to think how the days worked i guess maybe it was yesterday it had been a year ago opening day and yeah. i had a picture of my sons we were there wearing the opening day hats and i i like all that but dave you're right i i stay away from uh, here's the other shit on facebook that i'm goddamn sick of okay hey <laughs> hey everybody we know you're down right now, suffering. So am I. So let's do this. Let's post a photo of just a random cat. And don't tell us whose cat that is. Fuck you. I'm not posting any pictures of landscape. I'm not posting any pictures of the fuck. Fuck off. Go do something. Fuck you. Stop telling me what to do. Go give less of a shit. Hey. Hey, gang. We're all down right now. Let's put together our favorite uh, pasta. Fuck you. We're not doing any of that shit. Why don't you say, hey, friends, why don't you swing by? Because out front on the curb, I made 78 margaritas to go. Then we'll fucking pay attention to your (laughs) shit. And they're all ready and they're all in... uh, biodegradable cups so you won't fuck the dolphins over and then put them in plastic. God, I'm so sick of these assholes. Hey, this is me. No makeup today. I just don't feel it. Yeah, neither do we. Muted. Blocked. Yeah. Ah, let's just... And then, what the fuck? I saw some asshole today. Dave, we're going to spell your name. And you're going to use D-A-V-E, and you're going to tell me all the bands you've seen. Oh, fuck. Well, I saw 
Dio, <laughs> and I saw Aerosmith, and I saw Van Halen, and I saw ELO. God, that was fun. No, it's not. It's shit. Fuck off. God, what a butt. I, you were a fucking asshole a month ago. You're even more of an asshole now. <laughs> the one I feel bad for is Co. Lewis. Out of all my friends on Facebook, four dogs died in the last nine months. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Shit. And she lost her job. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, she's had a bad year. It's the coronavirus. Whoa, thank you. Ba da 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 da. Jesus. You, oh, no. Are you offended? No, I'm just saying. That's a shot below the belt. Co's a nice lady. She's the best. <laughs> the corona. Oh, my God. Did you get it? I, I, we got it the first time. All right. Sorry. Yeah, we got it. All right. Jesus, man. Co's fantastic. Holy shit. I tell you, I'm uh, I'm so curious, though, about in sports, especially baseball, coming back. Okay. Uh-huh. So here's here's my my thought on it. Obviously, you know, people are doing a million stories, kind of what we spoke about last week, saying what happens when you come back. If they don't come back, do you lose? A, do you gain a year of service, but do you get paid and all that stuff that you and I kind of touched on mm-hmm. last week? How does it affect the Dodgers, the Padres, other teams that have guys invested? Everyone always thinks about Mookie Betts, but I was saying with the Padres, you, lo- you lose a year of service with Tatis, which mm-hmm. would would really suck considering if he doesn't play. Right now, let me ask you, as a baseball fan, if baseball came back and they did this, they said, okay, we're going to play, try and get 162 in, and we're going to play day-night doubleheaders every Saturday to try and get that extra game in a week. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, um, you're, you're going to sit there and have baseball, but you aren't going to be able to go to the games. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess it really wouldn't make sense if you did a, a day-night doubleheader. You just go back-to-back. Yeah. It's not like you're doing, the, doing it, you know, basically bring the fans in and out. But if you ran it that way, does that help baseball in the sense that ratings would be through the roof TV-wise? That could maybe be an all-time ever since cable came involved or direct TV. That doesn't give you so many options. You're just looking for that one sporting event that you might miss it. And TV ratings are fantastic for baseball, which really is the key for owners, is all the TV and the ad revenue. Yeah, if you're not letting people in play 100 games, just play 100 games and, and be done with it. Like... Nobody, uh, Dave. I, 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 I gotta be honest though, man. Trying to think about what baseball is gonna do, or the NBA, or the NHL, or the draft, or what the hell in the very extensive Union Tribune sports section today, <laughs> page D one and D two. <laughs> Just two pages. They, yeah, they, they said like the MLB drafts. Hey, the Major League Baseball drafts going on. Fantastic, like. And they're going to cut it down to five rounds. Yeah. That's huge. David, at this point, man, I just think that is so far down the road for any of it. Let's just see where we are. But again, if that's if that's the option, and then I was I was talking to to Brett Boone about it today. Mm-hmm. A couple couple reasons. One is obviously his brother is involved. He has a son that's hoping to get drafted. Mm-hmm. Son probably won't go in the top five rounds. Wow. So, so the money the money changes dramatically. You saw the whole deal where yeah. they're going to offer twenty thousand instead of one hundred twenty five thousand yeah. for anyone that doesn't get drafted in the in the top five rounds. It changes for a lot of people that can't afford basically to say I'll take that money instead of just right. saying I'll just go back to school for my senior year, which basically takes your your bargaining power away, knowing that you're going to go in the draft after your senior year because you don't have the threat yeah. of going back to college. 
So we're, we're anyway, so we're we're just talking about different things here and there. For me, I said I'm looking for entertainment. I'm not leaving the house. I'm yeah. watching today. I watched 86 Mets and Astros, and oh. I, and I had a column because I'm going. This is horseshit. This is the playoffs. Yeah. Nobody throws hard like the guys we see throw hard now. Yeah. And I s- said to him, I go, look, you've been around the game your whole life. Your dad played mm-hmm. during this time. How bad is the talent compared to the guys we see now? And he goes, well, guys back then, even though they didn't show how fast they were throwing, they're throwing between 89 and 91. Yeah. You know, because once in a while you got a Dwight Gooden or a Roger Clemens that were around 96. But J.R. Richard. Yeah, every starter in Major League Baseball now is 96. Every closer is 100 yeah. now. I mean, it's it's big, and the change-ups are 10-mile-an-hour difference. Yeah. Or Trevor Hoffman's case, a 14 or whatever it is. It's it, it's a much tougher game, but the umpires I noticed were so fucking bad. And he said back in the day the, the umpires weren't held accountable; they owned you. So if you were a rookie, yeah. you knew you were going to get fucked. Yep. And if you were a guy they didn't like, you knew you were going to get fucked. It didn't it didn't matter that the umpires had so much control yeah. of who they liked and didn't like. And he said it, it, the game is much better right now, all the way around. Nutrition, working out, the yeah. way guys have gone about it since the late nineties. Yeah, they. I didn't see any old baseball. But I love that what uh, some of the networks are getting into. I think tonight on Fox Sports West, they replayed Kings Blackhawks. It's probably on right now. Game seven from uh, 2014. And that game sent the Kings to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And yesterday for me, it was insane. 1993. For hockey fans in Southern California, it was unbelievable, right? Because that was the Kings going to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. But to get there, you had to um, beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the way it worked was they didn't do East and West. They did seeds, one through eight. Yeah. And so the Kings had to play Toronto. And it was so goddamn good. Um, it should be Fox Sports West. It's not on there. Oh. But um, Kings Toronto. So they played back-to-back games yesterday. First one was game six. Bob Miller, Jim Fox on the call. And it's Wayne Gretzky, Marty McSorley, Luke Robitaille, Kelly Rudy for the for the Kings. Yeah. Doug Gilmore, Wendell Clark, Dave Andrichuk, Felix Potvin for the Maple Leafs. And then the the Kings go back to Toronto, Maple Leafs Garden, Game 7, and they fucking win it. Yeah. And it just was so awesome. And I'll tell you what, those guys, I mean, you're watching Gretzky and Gilmore and Clark and Robitaille. I mean, these guys are all Hall of Famers. Holy shit, they were flying. Yeah. They were flying and they were hitting each other. Bob Miller, Hall of Famer, yeah. awesome, and that was really, really fun. But is Bob Miller as good as you remember? He might be better than That's I cool. remember because I listened to Keith Jackson today and he was fucking terrible. Really terrible doing the Mets Astros. He did get, get, oh yeah, he's not get, a baseball guy well, though. Fuck that. ABC had him doing it. He was so yeah. fucking bad. He was getting the innings wrong. It was oh. terrible. Now you can go watch. I've done this for years, but it's kind of fun. YouTube is a sports fan's dream. Whatever you want, you can watch the full game yeah. right there on demand on YouTube. And I was watching old school fights today. <laughs> um, unbelievable fight. Salvador Sanchez, maybe my all-time favorite fighter, 
against Ruben Castillo. And people, if you're a Southern California sports fan, Dave, Ruben Castillo was the commentator on Monday Night Fights from the Forum with Tom Kelly forever. Yeah. This fucking guy just sat in there and went toe-to-toe with Salvador Sanchez. He was so good, 45-1 and one going into the fight. And then this fucking dipshit <laughs> ring announcer at the end goes, I'll read the scorecards. Judge Dave Palais has it 141 Castillo. And they're in Tucson. So the crowd goes crazy and he goes, and 145 Sanchez. And Cosell's like, what? Oh, that's a that's a Sanchez. Okay. Judge uh Steve Woods has it 142 Castillo. The crowd's like, yay! 146 Sanchez. And it's like, dude, you're like my mom reading scores. High score first, asshole. So yeah. Other than And that was the other thing too. The only problem with those Kings games yesterday, I'm used to watching everything in 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 high def. High def. Yeah. Now you gotta watch it with the bars along the side. You're yep. like, ah, oh, this is shit. But <laughs> I mean, hey, we'll we'll watch everything until we get through it. They're doing the top twenty games, is what they're doing on MLB, and that's why today they they showed a couple different ones, but they kept uh, showing obviously the Dodgers and A's, and they're showing the Mets yeah. and Astros. They showed a game from two thousand six, I think it was. It was the Twins and the Tigers. Okay. And uh, anyway, going back and forth. So I know the one that you want to see is the ninety one Twins against the ninety one Braves. Goddamn right. And when that one comes on, you got to tweet it out. Because oh, you're fucking right. Yeah, you can watch Mullet <laughs> sit there, look out at the field with his blank look, and then get up, talk about Mark Grant. Didn't do shit for that team. It's like he didn't do shit for my Padre team. Well, he was all right here. <laughs> but he sat on the bench and he just fucking shuffled off. Shuffled off, got on the plane, and went back to Atlanta. <laughs> That's a good one. Jack Buck's great in those. Jack Buck Jack was Buck really is good. good. Yeah. But other than that, man, I just no, I I had a friend and I hope everybody's checking in on your friends. Are you and, getting a lot of people who are checking in on you? Yeah, it's nice, man. I'm getting I'm get I get about I guess five people I haven't heard from in a long time. Like right when you left the other day, Paul Vaden reached out to me. Oh, no kidding. And I haven't talked to Paul in years. Yeah. And so it was very nice that he checked in. It's great. And I, I think I think if you check in on your friends, you'll get as much out of it as yeah. they do. And uh yeah, I just had a friend say, "Hey, how you doing?" You go, "God, you know, man, I I miss I miss hanging with my kids. I miss doing those things, but I have no trouble at all keeping everything in perspective and realizing where everybody is." And um yeah, like dog stuff. Kathleen Bade keeps posting pictures of her dog Ryder, and that shit cracks me up. Bobby Wooldridge. Yeah. Dog stuff and yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, Mark and Christy Jagger had a very funny picture of their dog Bodie the other day. But yeah, all that shit. I just, Dave, I, I wish we knew for a fact that, hey, all we got to do, guys, is get to May 15th. And if we go, yeah. okay, well, if we get to May 15th, we'll, we'll be okay. Fuck, Dave, I don't know if it's going to be April 15th, May 15th, or October 15th. And that's the part that just kind of bums yeah. me out. Yeah, Kirk Herbstreet said the other day that he would be shocked if there's a college football and an NFL season this year. But uh, Again, he's not a doctor. 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know. And so I was saying, well, for people who are gonna give their opinions, well yeah. just just remember what do you do for a living? That's yeah. all that's it. I, I don't know. Is it valid? All right, Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want to work? Is that what you're saying? Well, how about these things? These couple activities, okay? You get we get told, hey everybody, guess what? Everything uh, hey. Guess what? We're all good. We're all good. But we're going to take uh we're going to take two more weeks and we're going to just let everything dry out, right? It's like we're just going to keep the wet paint signs up and we're going to let everything go for two weeks. But hey, April 15th is is wide open and don't forget we pushed taxes back till July 15th. So April 15th is, you know, go get your groove on, right? Stella, go do your shit. On the 15th of April. Now, Dave, got a lot of exciting things going on here in San Diego. I'd like to know how many of these you're interested in. April 15th, as you know, all the bowling alleys are going to be back open. You going bowling? No, I will not be going bowling. You fucking asshole. I told you they're back open. I'd love to bowl, but I'm not going. Movie theaters are back open. Probably not going to a movie theater for a while. All right. Well, how long? If they open April 15th, what's your self-imposed deadline to go bowling? I got to see. Okay. I got to see the 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 curve. I got to make sure everything is, is gone. Flat. Yeah. I have to, I'm not doing, I'm not going to sit there until I see that line start going down. I, there's no way. But I'm a movie guy. I do like bowling. I do like going to the movies. I mean, it's one of our favorite things to do. If everything came back April 15th, how quick are you getting on a plane? That's a great question. I tell you what I'm probably doing. I'm probably buying tickets for later on in the year. Yeah, fuck you. Know you. I mean? They're $1,000, okay? <laughs> we don't need you trying to run your fucking scam. Fuck off. What scam? You're the and guy no refund. One credit card or three credit cards. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no. I, I haven't done anything. I just keep paying down shit. That's all I know I'm doing. Um, how quick are you going to a ball game? See, that that's the interesting one. Is going to a ball game. I'm probably not going to a game till midsummer. And how much are you paying attention that you may not have paid attention the, before when you're buying tickets? And they show you that seating chart of your section. Yeah. And you can see that there's four blue seats open to the left and four blue seats open to the That's right. That's funny. I haven't thought about it. In row 15. Yeah. But if you want to jump down to row eight, you can sit there. Just understand. That there's going to be people two seats to your left and two seats yeah. to your right. You want to sit down in row eight? You're going to yeah, sit back in 15 where you got it by yourself. I'll go in 15. And it, yeah. it, you know what's funny? Today, I had a guy come up and shake my hand. Who was that? And so it was a friend of mine's son who walked up to me and goes, hey, how's it, how's it going? And he introduced himself to me. Uh, and he shook my hand. He shook my son's hand. Oh, good. And we both shook his hand. But both of us were thinking, okay, this hand is contaminated now. We've got to yeah. wait till we get in the car and do the whole Perel thing. And I said, man, things have changed. I, yeah. said, I said, normally I would have probably put this on my hands anyway. Mm-hmm. But I go, as soon as he touched my hand, I wasn't going to touch my clothes. I wasn't, no. you know what I mean? You'd be careful. I didn't touch the handle on my door. Yeah. And I was like, it's to the point now. I mean, it might as well have been dog shit on his hand. That's yeah. the way you, you, you yeah. as soon as you put his hand out, you're like, fuck, I don't want to We're out of hand. that habit, right? Moving forward. That's what I thought. I thought we're all getting away from that. We're never going to shake we hands again. We don't have again. the guy hug anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bro hug is gone. That's all gone. What about, hold on. Here's another one for you. What about pictures? You know, you, you know. You made Ted take a fucking picture. I was like, just leave Ted the fuck alone. But, you're we, like, Ted. but we didn't, we didn't touch Ted. 
Well, we're right no, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, but normally, you think Ted brought germs in here? No, I'm saying you leave Ted alone. Normally, we take a picture. I always laugh. Guys do this move, too. They'll have like a hand in the middle of your back. Yeah. And then when the picture's over, everyone does the tap on the back. Like, okay, well, yeah. we aren't gay now. We're gay. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> not now. A couple minutes ago. Um, yeah, all that shit's done. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, I mean, it does. It makes you... Howie Mandel's loving life. Dude, no shit. I used to get criticized all the time for being a a clean freak. You know? People go, you're a germ. Is it? I used to remember when you and I worked together for years. Jeff saw it. And Jeff did... You did one thing that was like me. You brought in your own windscreen for your mic. Always. I brought my own in. Mm -hmm. I would Lysol that thing down every time, even though I'm the only one that used it. I would Lysol the table, wherever we were. Every knob I touched with Lysol wipes. Because radio guys are pigs. They are. And I just said, you know what? This is the easiest way to get sick is in a radio station. Yeah. The um, I was, we're in North County yesterday, and I went into 7-Eleven yeah. to get my kids. Now, here's the crazy thing. I said to my kids, hey, I got an idea. We'll kind of break it up a little bit. And I said, I'll go get you a Slurpee, right? When's the yeah. last time? Because over the winter months, they're not really that big a deal. The dude at 7-Eleven has to work the Slurpee machine right now. Oh, really? And my kids were like, this guy sucks. Because <laughs> they're like, Lara Coke, Lara Cherry Coke. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that guy sucks. What, what's he doing? He works there. He doesn't know the drill. But when I was walking to check out, I looked to my left, Dave. Yeah. And they had a 7-Eleven brand. But a big thing of like the yellow disinfectant wipes. Okay. I got them. Okay. So I got them. And then I said, shit. And their mom had a hand sanitizer. So we took that. So we went over, right, with the shitty mixed Slurpees. Yeah. And we each just said, I said, okay, you guys take the back and I'll go up front. And we just took those things, Dave, and just wiped down the whole part of my car yeah handles the whole deal it's only the three of us yeah but i said well let's just do it we don't know what we've come in contact with their mom sent me the funniest text today and she said uh have you noticed how goddamn dirty a lot of shit is all of a sudden she goes god dang i go yeah it's crazy how much dust can accumulate in three years when you never fucking <laughs> run anything over right she goes yeah no shit but um but we did that. You cleaned everything. I mean, I just think you got to be aware. You got to probably be a little over the top on some of the things you're doing. And then hopefully we just all, well, really me and Dave, number one, and then all you guys too. We just hope you all make it through. When you're, Let me ask you. Your boys are at the age where being clean isn't something that you even think about. You're just, Someone has to tell right. you to brush your teeth. Right. You know, hey, make sure you brush your teeth before you go to bed. They're like, ah, fuck, I don't want to brush my teeth. You know, you yeah. don't even think about it. They're at, they're at that age. That's what boys are. They get mm-hmm. dirty. They they get rough. Sometimes they fall asleep before they take a shower, before they go to yeah. bed, all that shit. Are your kids more now, more aware of what's going on, or are they well, basically the same unless you tell them? I mean, I looked today, and my son's nails were so dirty. I yelled at him, go, get in there, and clean your hands. Like, that's just gross. Don't do that. But my son, Cade... They're both 10 weeks premature, and he's had really bad allergies for yeah. his entire 12 years. I do, years. too. 
Yeah. Better tip. And but he doesn't like, and I wonder other parents if you've had this. Like kids with allergies, especially now with the pollen and everything else, like they sneeze, they cough. Yeah. He doesn't have coronavirus, but like fuck, I'm sick of people glaring at me because I cough or I sneeze because I have allergies. He covers his mouth, he does his thing. And yeah. But I said, dude, that's that's a year. I go, you're probably gonna get that look for a year. I would just I go, I would just prep yourself that it's yeah. gonna be a while. And I said, when people stop giving you the look like, whoa, what's that kid doing? Um, they go, well, good on you. But yeah, that kind of stuff. So they're aware of it. I mean, and the, the thing that I've said to them is like, look, it's not about you. It's about your mom. It's about me. It's yeah. about your grandparents and anybody else you come in contact with. And by the way, fucking kids their age are getting it now. Yeah. So all this shit that little kids younger than them, I saw one or two cases Kids in their age range, man, everybody's got to be careful. Yeah, you don't need to be first. No chance. What about your parents? Are they uh, staying home? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah, they're just they're they're just uh, checked in on my um, my former in laws, and they're doing the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they're just they get it. That's a good thing. Nobody's being reckless. Nobody's trying to be a hero. My mom pulled this line on me the other day when I asked her how she's doing. And she goes, well, I, I just stay in the house all day and I watch TV and nobody comes to see me. I go, good. Yeah, you're being safe. She goes, no, it's like this every day, even before this. <laughs> like, you know, fuck you and your yeah. sister. That was the line she yeah. was trying to tell me that nobody ever comes to visit her and we're both assholes. Well, I think Ernie can bring the guitar over there and do a concert in her living room. <laughs> yeah, good. Here's here's the one where you start to get on each other's nerves. In my house, it's it's my wife, Josh is here, and it's me. Yeah. And Rita and I will watch. I'll watch whatever Josh watches. I'll watch whatever Rita watches. But Rita and Josh won't watch the same things, and they drive okay. each other crazy. Oh. Josh and I are now into the office. Rita won't yeah. watch the office. Hates it. Okay. Wait. What season are you on? I'm at the end of season two. All right. So it's picking okay. up, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm into it. I might laugh out loud five yeah. times. Okay. Yeah. Because Carell's the man. And so I. I, I'm I'm into it. So we're, we we sit there and at one point or another, we all kind of get on each other's nerves for, yeah. for one thing or another. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there and I'm talking to my wife the other day and she drops this line just out of topic. She goes, man, I used to date this guy in my early 20s. And she starts telling me all these bad things about him. And I'm like, yeah. I go, tell me this story again, because we've been together since we were 19. So what the fuck? And she's Who's like, Who's this guy? Yeah. And so Bert Grossman? Yeah. She, she's like, What? And I said, When did you date this guy? Well, in my early 20s. I go, Again, I will tell you, we've been together since we were 19. <laughs> yeah. And then I just went, oh, Fuck. All right. I don't even want to talk to you. But now I can't even get my car and go anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to just sit there. Walk, yeah. Go to the other side of the couch. Yeah, I'm like, What the fuck? I go, Jeff and I were doing night shows, but what the fuck's going on? Where? Yeah. Where were you running? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we're ready to strangle each other. Everyone's just ready to throw each other down That's the stairs. It. After a That's while, you just it. can't take it. You aren't meant to be that close no. to one person that long. Even six feet away. Yeah. Good Lord, man. It is, it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> fucking nuts, man. And then you, everyone's, tr- at least I think I'm the only one in the house trying not to piss the other person off. Josh doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And then my wife tries to do, if I could make three meals a day, she'll say, you know, I just need a hug once in a while to either one of us, you know? I mean, Oh, the, no. And then Josh's like, just get the fuck out of here. 
And this wow. <laughs> just like I'm like we we've all kind of had it. And, and yeah. The funny thing is, my son is one of those guys that's always gone. Just yeah. can't, can't. He's kind of like you. Like yeah. Jeff, Jeff's out all the time. All the time. And he goes, man, I'm so sick and tired of these assholes on social media saying I can't go anywhere. He goes, I know you motherfuckers never went anywhere before. You did. He goes, you guys weren't like me. If anyone should be upset, it should be me. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> but I, you go stir crazy inside the oh, house. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah. He's I was, the same way. I was gone. Yeah, I used to leave at 7 in the morning and probably not get home till 11 at night. Yeah. And that's at least. But you've always been that way. Yeah. As long as I've known you, you've always been that way. Yeah. So now, because my sons aren't staying with me, um, we're going to do a thing, and we've got a little area kind of by the side of their house, and we're going to get together every night, every night from 6 to 6.40 and throw the football. Cool. So we had Bob Wick. Bob Wick, longtime equipment guy for the Chargers. Yeah. Through Mike Costa. Got us a Chargers team ball. Game ball. Game ball. Not yeah. game used. No, but a brand new game ball. But a game ball. Yep. But the thing is, it sat up on my shelf for a while, and it's not deflated, but it's not inflated to whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah. So you can, if you're 12, you can get your grip hands it. around it. Yeah. You can grip it. And... Uh, my sons and I just, it's just fun. Good. And we just kind of set up in a triangle formation and we just throw the football around and you sit out there for 45 minutes and you just get a little fresh air and it's just the three of us and they'll remember it forever. I hope so. They will. But it's, it's, it's cool. And so their mom was like, um, like I dropped him off tonight and she's like, Hey, what night are you coming by? I go, honestly, if I'm here every night this week at six, yeah. throwing the football, she's like, yeah. Great. She goes, yeah, you're all good. Where'd I was listening go? to uh, Andrew Cuomo today because he does his thing every day yeah. like Trump does. And he uh, was talking about growing up in an Italian family. My wife's Italian, so the stories were similar. And he said Sundays are the big family meal. You know, yeah. two, 2 o'clock, you get together. He's divorced. Oh. And he talks about having his kids. And he goes, so I, I try and do it like, you know, my mom used to do it. He's, he said, I made the pasta. I made the sausage, the meatballs. It's not very good. My kids will touch it with a fork for a little bit and act <laughs> like they're going to eat it. And he goes, I do this every Sunday. And then we go out for Chinese food and really eat. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I'm doing the effort I can to bring the family together. Yeah. it's uh, We'll be here Thursday. I'm forgetting. Wednesday okay. night's her birthday. Okay. And that's the other thing, man. God dang, Dave. Like, I get it, right? You got you to gotta keep everything in person. We get it. But, man, I'm seeing these kids that are having birthdays and everything else. It just sucks. It does, I man. feel bad for the college kids. I feel bad for the high school kids. Yeah. I just feel bad for for kids, especially little dudes, missing out on memories. But in our family, uh, birthdays matter because we've always said there's no guarantee. Yeah. If you get this one. Let's celebrate it because yeah, it's, it's, more, it's no, a good idea. So uh, her birthday is Wednesday night and we'll get, it's funny you said that about Italian food, just reminded me. Um, I told her, I said, hey, look, the guys and I will get you. She's like, well, we'll do something to celebrate. I go, it's not your birthday in June. Your birthday is Wednesday. So yeah, do a little something like that and 
But just that would be the thing I would say to people too. <clears throat> is don't let people push it off till October, November, or whatever. Just fucking find a way to celebrate in the house. And uh and then yeah, if you want to do something a little bit more extravagant, go for it. All right, before we get to how old are they and how much are they worth, I want to mention the guys that help this show go. You need to help support them as well. Look, these guys have been great as far as helping the show out. The thing is, shockingly, through this, as I said, mini disaster that we're going yeah. through, every one of these guys can help you out. We'll start right. with Dan Williams. Dan Williams can definitely help you out. A lot of people are confused right now. Maybe all of a sudden they have a little bit of extra money. Maybe at the same time they aren't sure what's going to happen if someone has lost a job in the family or at the same time. They're looking to saying, I'm tired of renting and I want to get into the market right now. Now is a great time to buy. So they want to talk to Dan. Dan's the guy that can help you out. Financial questions, Dan's the one for you. Again, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Many of you have lost jobs, unfortunately. Uh. Dan's the guy to talk to to tell you what to do with that money. That everyone goes, what am I supposed to do with this money? Am I supposed to roll it over? Or what am I supposed to do with this? Yep. Where does it go? He gave the same advice to my son. I, I guarantee you, if you give Dan a call financially, he can help you out. 858-688-6813. Well, I'll tell you this, too. I wonder how many of us have gotten over the last couple of weeks. I got a letter, and it said, hey, why don't you open this brand new credit card? Get a credit card from Wells Fargo, and we're going to uh, – you can do a loan transfer, a balance transfer, excuse me. So you go, all right, well, I have a Chase card. It's not too bad. And a Capital One card, not too bad. But I can transfer them over, and the percentage rate's low, and the transfer fee, right? You go, maybe there's X amount on the card. They want 3%. You figure out that number. You go, hey, and I was going to email Dan and go, hey, what do you make of these, right? Is this a good idea right now for people? Bring everything into one payment, and especially if it's not uh, crazy fees to do it and the interest rate. And then all of a sudden I looked, and the card that they wanted me to go to is an American Express card. And I go, man, that's weird. I don't feel like when you're going to check out, maybe it's just me. Yeah. But I don't feel like you see my other two cards are Visa cards. I go, God, I just don't feel like I see American Express as often as I see the others. Maybe I do. We're out today. I'm at a store just getting a couple of waters for my son. And I go to pay with my card. And right up front, it says no American Express. Yeah. And I go, shit, I'd have been dead man walking. Yeah. So and you pulled out your Discover card. I did. Pulled out my MasterCard. And uh, so I told the lady, I go, hey, thanks. You saved me a, a phone call and a decision I had to make. I'll just pay off the other two. But I'll I'll drop Dan a note and ask him because loan consolidation, yeah. all those different things, I know there's a thousand different ones and you really, really have to be careful. But as Dan talked about uh, what I mentioned earlier in the week, it's about cash flow. It's about keeping money available so that you can pay your monthly. Can you pay the grocery bill? Can you pay the mortgage bill, the car payments? Yeah. All those different kind of things. 858-688-6813. Again, Brian Kerr is your guy for real estate. He's selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. He's very good. President's Elite Award with Caldwell Banker. I was with Brian today. Actually, it was yeah. one of the few times I left my house. There was a house that we finally found that we were saying, look, we like it. We're ready to put an offer on it. 
and we go to check it out. My wife immediately says, this is the house. This is the one oh, wow. I, I've been looking for. This is the one I want. And guess what Brian Curry says? Huh? Don't buy it. He says, this is not the house you want. Right now, I'm telling you, it is overpriced. You're never going to be able to sell it to get what you want out of it. And goes, wow. how long do you want to stay in it? My wife says, I have to work for at least another 10 years. I can stay here for 10 years. He goes, in 10 years, it still won't be worth what you think it's going to be worth. I'm telling you right now, it is overpriced. Showed us the comps of all the houses in, in the area. Yeah. Not even close to the square footage that matched the other houses. And he says, this isn't the house. And as I said to Reed, I go, this is why Brian right. Curry's our guy. Right. Because for Brian and for him to make a profit would have been so much easier for yep. him to write an offer that my wife was ready to write. He would get a commission there, get a commission there. And then yep. all of a sudden he's doing what he's supposed to do. But guess what? He likes the people he represents. He likes us. And he goes, I don't want to put you in a bad business decision. And in 10 years, you're going to call me up and go, what the fuck? And he goes, this isn't what's best for the Palais family right now. Brian's the guy you want. I'm telling you, in these situations, of not only finding the perfect house for you, mm. but finding it at the right price. And at the same time, one day when you plan on selling it, is it going to be worth as much as you hope it'll be worth? Can't thank Brian enough for being the friend that he is. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Boy, I got to tell you, David, it's hard for me to imagine that guy she dated in her 20s having a friend as good as Brian Curry. <laughs> I guarantee it. No chance. That guy would have probably sat there with his telescope, signed the papers, and then uh, Rita and what do you think that guy's name was? Elaine? <laughs> A-L-A-I-N? Uh It'd be regretting it, man. You got to have the guy on your side. And the easy thing out of that would have been like, hey, I work for you. Happy wife, happy life. She said she loved it. We signed the papers. Sorry that it's got rats and mold. It's your problem, buddy. I got to roll. <laughs> um, no, it's fantastic. And I, I think for anybody in this market right now where you're trying to figure out, is it a good time to buy? Is it a good time to sell? Uh, I talked to a dude the other day in Newfoundland. He goes, Jeff, social distancing. He goes, my neighbor lives seven miles away because I've social distanced for 21 years. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, it's great. I never see anybody because I go into town twice a month. I get all my supplies. I'm fine. He goes, yeah, sorry. Move up here. Um, but yeah. You got to have the guy on your side, man. It's such an important decision. Nobody better than Brian. You don't hear something funny when we were yeah. walking in. The people that walked out, the guy who walked out with his wife recognized me from the show. Yeah. And so he starts talking, and then we're keeping distance, and we just yeah. went in. I didn't do a big conversation. We go in, and then the lady says, who's, who's selling the house, did you know that guy? And I go, well, he knows me from from the show. And she goes, well, I represent Will Myers, and he's just the best guy ever. He's such a great guy. You know him? And I looked at Rita, and I looked at Josh. I go, this is why we aren't buying the house. Right. <laughs> She's standing up for Will Myers. God dang it. <laughs> I go, you dropped the wrong name. Life's normal for Will Myers collecting $20 million for not doing shit. Hello. Corona. Oh, I got a million of them tonight. Oh, my gosh. Good. Taylor made pools. Alan Taylor. Guess what? He's still working. These guys are still working and they're working yep. hard. Taylor made pools. Your perfect pool is just around the corner. More than 20 years in San Diego. He can make your backyard a staycation. Guess what? You need it now. You need that staycation. Yeah. You need that perfect pool from Alan Taylor. Even if you have a pool, he can fix it up. You might need resurfacing. You might need to add some things to it to make it a little bit nicer. 619-449-4452. 
619-449-4452. Just think if you had heeded our advice last exactly. summer. Exactly. You'd be like one of those celebrities, right? You'd be like Ray J. Just sitting <laughs> in your backyard. Who knows what's going on? Who's coming over with a video camera to your pool? But instead, what are you doing? You're just sitting there playing uh, Parcheesi, playing Trouble, hoping the bubble still works. Playing Stratomatic at Craig Elston's house. That's what you're fucking doing. And it's a ground ball to Dickie Thon. He's got it. Throws over to Mike Bass. Game over. Uh, yeah. So, again, I don't want to tell you you're a dipshit because you already know. But, hey, you can stop the bleeding by a call to TaylorMade Pools. You're not going to be Ray J, but you're not going to be playing Stratomatic either. So that's a win for the good guys. Call Alan, tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Don't forget your perfect website just around the corner as well. What are you doing? Call Kyle Fluger right now. That website, it's not going to build itself, but guess what? It can be built right when you call Kyle Fluger at 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Get a website that works. Now's the perfect time. You have the time to say, hey, a lot of things I had to take care of my to-do list. Call Kyle Fluker and set that business up right. Yep, people who don't stand six feet away dot com. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That's, That's a great one. <laughs> right? Just people crowding you. Hey, smile. Cheech. Yeah, we got a website, douche of the day dot com. You'll probably be on there Tuesday and then choosh. Tomorrow you're gonna be on people who don't stand six feet away dot com. <laughs> like it's not that tough. Figure it out. Uh, I, like I love our one. websites. Check them out. DaveAndJeffShow.com. Check out uh, Jake'sProjects.org. Find out for yourself. All right. We have a couple from today, and I'll give you a couple for tomorrow because tomorrow is a better day as far as celebrity birthdays go. But we're going to start right. off with a hot one. We're going to go with Elle McPherson. Oh, damn. 53. Elle McPherson. I'm gonna try, uh, 56. Elle okay. McPherson's 56. How much is she worth? God, $80 million. $95 million. Oh, Okay, the next one on here. I never thought she was hot. I never understood the whole deal with her, but Lucy Lawless. Oh, uh, what's her name? Zena? Zena. Lucy Lawless. 50. 52. Really? Yep. How much is she worth? Well, shit, she hadn't done anything in 20 years. I know, but so more than I thought. I can tell you that. 12 million. 18 million. Really? I have no idea how. I don't know how. All right, we're going to jump to March 30th. Here's a bigger name and a lot more money. Celine Dion. Oh, shit. How much is that little skinny little Canadian worth? Or how old is she first? Yeah. Um, she is 55. 52. Really? Yep. Okay. Um, God, she had that Vegas show forever. Cash cow, right? 200 million. 800 million. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Is that 800 Canadian? Yeah. That's about, <laughs> Al Taylor knows. That's about... It's about six seventy five US. That's pretty good. Oh my gosh! All right, Richard. Oh, excuse me. I won't pass. We'll pass on this one. We'll go MC Hammer. MC Hammer, fifty eight. Exactly right. Hey. And he has more money than I thought. Really? Five million. Oh, not that much money. Go ahead. What was your original guess going to be? Two million. Okay, one point five. I thought MC Hammer was broke. I thought he was one of those guys that was broke. Yeah, I thought he was too. All right. Here's a guy I can't stand. Not a fan of. Mark Consuelos. <laughs> I can't stand him. 
Why? I'm going to tell you how much he's worth. And I'm going to tell you how much his wife is worth. All right. Mark Consuela's 54. 49. That's it, huh? Yep. Um, I'm going to say that he's worth $10 million. See, I would have even said less than that. $40 million. Really? Yes. How much is Kelly Ripa worth? Oh, shit. $140 million? $120. Wow. A lot of money between those, those two. Yeah, they're doing well. Okay. Pierce Morgan. Oh, that dude, he makes dough, man. Um, 64. He's 55. Really? Yep, I know. I thought he was much older, too. Uh, 50 million. 20 million. I All thought right. it was a lot more than that, too. Yeah. All right, last one I know you'd like here. Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton's a good one. Uh, 73. 75. All right. How much is he worth? 100, $100 million. More than that. I'll give you one more guess. Uh, let's go 140. 300 million. No shit. Yep. Wow. 300 million for him. But yeah, Celine Dion, 800 million. God damn. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Right? Yep. It is. Um. All right. Listen, do your part. That's all you got to do. If we all do our part, somehow we'll get through it. Our Chico Club day has been canceled. <laughs> it has. We, we lost out on the Chico. God damn, man. And and just, oh, boy, all the little. Uh, here's the other one, too, Dave. We've, we've talked about it. Anybody who is working in the public sector right now. Yeah. I mean, 100%. The police officers, the doctors. Yeah. You guys know all that. But how about the poor fucker working at 7-Eleven? Or working at the Shell station, or the poor fucker working the sandwich shop. Where today, I just said to the guy, I took my sons. I go, "How you doing?" He goes, "Dude." He goes, "Between the app, they have the sandwich store has an app. Yeah. Then you've got people ordering through Grubhub and yeah. Uber Eats, and then people coming in to get things to go." He goes, "We're just." He goes, "We're getting killed." He goes, we're happy to have jobs, but he goes, we're just getting killed, man. When you go in and realize that those fuckers are going to have to deal with 90 people breathing in their face all day, but they're still there doing their things. So you can have a little, they have to sit there and eat ramen for the next yeah. 10 weeks. Tell those fuckers thanks for what they're doing, man. All of them. I just, Uber drivers, all these dudes that are just out kind of grinding it the amazon guys bringing their deliveries the costco people fuck dave i just i have a huge appreciation for those guys because it sucks for everybody but when you got people just constantly coming in your door yeah and you just feel like every day is a game of russian roulette man i ah, just my uh my appreciation for all of them is very very strong you know one thing at target it used to be you had to pay for bags now they're supplying bags Oh, because, I didn't know that. Because if you brought in your own bags, they now have to touch your bags. Yeah. So now they're just, hey, bags on us. They don't want to touch your bags. Really? Yeah. And well, I think a lot of storage is starting to go that route as well. Yeah. Try to stay out of there if you can. I mean, just do your thing. But I had neighbors texting the other day and saying, hey, if you need paper towels or if you need this or if you need that, I've got some. I'm going through and uh, I've got extras. So... That's kind of the cool thing, too, right? Like yeah. people coming together to help out their neighbors. I have a buddy of mine is a neighbor who down the street who works for UPS. And he said he put a thing on Facebook saying, look, if you're going to order through something online, make it essential. 
Yeah. We're, we're, we're busy like we are Christmas time busy. Right. Make it essential. You know, th- this is ridiculous, some of the stuff. And he's taking pictures of some of the stuff he's delivering, like swing sets. And, yeah. And then you see uh, today when President Trump was on TV and swing the UPS set. person gets up there, hey, we're open for business. Keep ordering. We can, we can fill every order. And I know he's like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm dying every day. I'm dying. <laughs> uh, and and this too, and I hate to be this guy. Like, I appreciate the effort for the people at Kixie. Dude, this it's not Christmas right now. Like, I don't need to drive home and listen to fucking Johnny Mathis. And then all of a sudden I'm reminded, hey, this is great. Fuck no. What's going on over there, Rich Herrera? They're Dude, they're playing Christmas music and you're just like, dude, I get it. You're It was... A good idea where you go, uh, in theory, where you go, hey, we'll just try to change it because it's positive. Like, fuck no. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> that shit off the air. Santa's I mean, not coming this year. He's afraid of the virus. Yeah. We don't need to hear Gene Autry right now. Save it. <laughs> but any, right. any intercom station, I hear one more fucking PSA from Rich Herrera reminding me to take care of my neighbors. I don't need to hear that shit either. Put Ben Higgins on there. I don't need to hear from fucking Herrera. (laughs) All right. Stay safe. Take care of your neighbors. Stay the fuck away from everybody. And hopefully we'll talk to you Thursday night. All right. So long.